Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Hello, I'm Dora, and this is the Sunday Scaries. My best friend is incredibly impressive. He's an activist and does amazing work in his community to facilitate dialogue around mental health in the BIPOC community. He also is a mentor to adoptees and has a book club with incarcerated men at the local jail in Victoria, B.C. He's so passionate about what he does, but as you can imagine, it takes a lot out of him. By the end of the week, he's not exactly hitting party mode. Well, not like we used to. He's taking stock of his emotions and figuring out what he has left to share with other people, like his loved ones. Because of this, he and I have talked a lot about how we can both maintain a sense of connection to others while also being mindful towards ourselves when making plans. And this is so hard. As the weekend creeps closer, if you aren't someone who is super extroverted or has a ton of energy for group activities, making plans can often leave you feeling overwhelmed. For example, I find that I have to manage a lot of different perspectives like my friends, family, and my community, and especially my own perspectives and feelings regarding how I want to spend my free time. It's a lot. It can spark concerns and questions that bring up anxiety for me, like, will I disappoint my friends if I can't attend these events with them? Or how do I stay true to my own feelings without letting other people down? But if I give too much to other people, then Sunday rolls around and I feel completely emotionally spent. And that makes the scaries hit harder because, similar to my best friend, my job requires a lot of me. So looking at the week ahead becomes incredibly stressful. Sound familiar? We've all experienced what it's like to give and give, 
even when it's spending time doing something that's supposed to be fun, like hanging out with friends or going to a social event. It can be exhausting not having downtime on the weekends, but what adds to the exhaustion is the potential of letting down the people close to us just by opting to stay home. So how do we mindfully make plans and avoid the Sunday scaries becoming, well, even scarier? Firstly, I want to say that feeling this anxiety and pressure towards being around others is natural. We're social creatures and connection is important for our survival. It's a biological imperative and it's one of the reasons why saying no to people can be really difficult. But we do need balance. And mindfully making weekend plans can be a way to bring balance to our time off. For example, if you carry a hefty emotional load during the week, preserving alone time for yourself on Sunday can be really important and healing. And not feeling obligated to say yes to everything is one way to carve out that time for yourself. Saying no can be really difficult for people, myself included. But it doesn't have to be as contentious as we sometimes paint it to be in our heads. Saying no can actually be a productive, compassionate thing. How do you do this? Well, when saying no, I find it really helpful to stick to I statements. Not saying you, and just talking about how I, myself, feel. I statements focus on the feelings and beliefs of the speaker, rather than the thoughts and characteristics of the receiver. It's a way to help the other person not take your no too personally. I try to do this by validating the other person's desire for wanting me to be somewhere, thanking them, and then coming back to my own feelings. Letting them know, you know what, I'm so sorry, but I'm resting this weekend so I can refill my social battery. Maybe next weekend. But in order to know what to say no to versus what to say yes to, you also need to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself a few things. What do you truly want to do? How do you want to feel during the weekend? How about after the weekend? What are your obligations? Are there things you need to do rather than want to do? And how would you like to prioritize those things? So let's take a moment or two now to parse through those feelings. So whenever you're ready, find a comfortable position, placing both feet on the ground and resting your hands on your lap. Eyes can be open or closed. And then taking three deep breaths. And on the next exhale, returning the breath back to its natural rhythm. And noticing how you're feeling in this moment. What's present for you at this time? Perhaps gently scanning the body and noticing where you're holding on to any tension or tightness. And also noticing where you feel more at ease. And now, bringing to mind and body 
how you want to feel by the end of the week. Maybe it's to feel balanced, grounded, and seeing if you can breathe into that feeling, creating space in the body to allow this feeling to be present. And then taking a deep breath and on the exhale, slowly and gently opening your eyes. And whatever feeling came up for you in this practice, this can be your GPS for the week ahead and help you make plans more mindfully. The weekend is your time. It's okay to say no, especially if you're trying to keep your cup full so you can tackle the week in a healthy and intentional way. But it's also important to know that saying no too much can have the opposite effect. It can make you feel isolated or regretful of missed opportunities to hang with the people that you love. With that in mind, feel free to return to this meditation every time you need to figure out the balance you need when making plans for the weekend. Checking in with yourself is the best tactic in figuring out how to mindfully make plans while still maintaining a sense of balance and feeling like you have agency over your time. Thank you so much for dropping by today. Next week, I'll talk about how to work with feelings of being stuck and why positivity isn't always the way to happiness. I hope you have a great week and I'll see you next time.